TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the Executive Director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Good morning and welcome once again to Radio 81 WEDO 1550 WCUM, the heart and soul of Pittsburgh and TubeCityOnline.com. Our guest this week is going to need no introduction to, I think, a lot of people who listen to us on WEDO and to a lot of people in the tri-state area. But I'm going to let him introduce himself anyways. He is Mike Dorich, better known as Mikey D. Mike, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Hey, I'm glad to be with you today. Wow, I don't get to hear the the name Mike Dorich too often. <laughs> is that is it's Dwayne Dorich? You know, it depends on how you know me. Okay, so My, Mikey D. Most people know you as Mikey D. If 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 they if they're a polka fan, they definitely know you as Mikey D. If they come to International Village in McKeesport every August, they know you from being the the master of of ceremonies. Tell us, uh, what's the name of your new album? I have a new polka CD called In Your Dreams. The new Polka CD is in your dreams, and how many uh, albums have you done now? I think I'm up to 20, 21, something like that. A couple of them haven't been released yet. They're in the can. They're uh, projects that were started and uh, maybe never released, but I'm I'm at about 20, 21. And uh, what label is the newest uh, one on? Um, It is on the Peppermint label, which is well known to uh, all the fans of polka music and tamborita music in the tri-state area. Um, It's owned and operated uh, by the engineer named Gary Ramey, who is a, a radio disc jockey in the Youngstown, Ohio area, and also a well-known engineer for uh, several recordings over the past uh, six decades. Now, now, Mike is from McKeesport. He began his musical career at the age of four. He first learned the guitar, bass, and tamborizza from your grandfather? Yes, uh, my grandfather was my mother's father, Joe Pavlisic, who uh, was a still worker for most of his life, and uh, he was the firstborn of uh, nine and he was kind of like the patriarch of the family, and uh, everybody on my mother's side of the family actually plays music, and a lot of them got it from my grandfather because he was the mentor to all of his brothers and sisters, and uh, first-generation Croatian here in the United States, and, and he enjoyed music growing up, and his father played violin and mandolin and was known to have many family jam sessions. Actually, a lot of the old-time Croatians here in the neighborhood who built the houses here in my neighborhood all used to get together and drink their homemade wine and, and play music. So they were all uh, amateur musicians, how they all grew up. This is fascinating to me because you and I are, are, are about the same age, and, and, and I'd like to think we're still fairly young. Um, and, and I sort of grew up listening to this music, having this music kind of be all around me, and then, then later then working in radio, um, having the polka music all around me. Uh, polka music... In Pittsburgh, in Cleveland, in Milwaukee, and a few other places, and, and I want to get into a little bit, I want you to explain a little bit to me, it's kind of the difference in, in the styles of, of polkas, but it really does cut across generations. It's not, you know, the, 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 the what was the SCTV characters, the Schmenge brothers, and, and you saw all these, you know, people in their, in their 60s and 70s with gray hair dancing, and mm-hmm. there is certainly some of that, but, but there's people in their, their teens and 20s and 30s, and, and you got started. How old were you when you, you started playing polka music? I really can't say. It's just something I've known my entire life. So it was Well, you started your first band in, in what, in, in 98? It was or 88. 88. Yeah, I started my own band when I was 14, but, uh, you know, I grew up 
uh, mostly with my grandparents coming from a broken home. So uh, my grandfather was a musician. He played four or five nights a week, and it's something I grew up with and have known and experienced uh, my entire life. I, I, I can't remember any other life than uh, having a, uh, you know, not without music. It, there was always music around, and the, the polka shows were always on on the weekends, and we always went to uh, the polka dances and, and tamboritza picnics, and, and the music was always playing my entire life that I can remember. You, in, uh, in, in elementary school, started to learn to actually read music? Yes, I actually started uh, the summer between third and fourth grade. I, I started taking uh, summer lessons from uh, Mr. Ed Falk, Okay. He's a longtime music educator here in the McKeesport School District. I think he was at Francis McClure Middle School for many years as their band director. But uh, he taught summer lessons, and I actually took uh, clarinet lessons in the summer between third and fourth grade, kind of early. I think it was a year early, uh, for the most part, from the other students. And then I played the clarinet in the uh, middle school band up through seventh grade. And my grandfather was always a fan of tenor saxophone. And even back then, he said, you know, the saxophone players are very difficult to find and it's hard to find a good one, so why don't you switch to uh, tenor sax? So over Christmas vacation, my then band director, the late uh, Mr. Ron Pollack, I was at Cornell Middle School at the time, he gave me a tenor saxophone, I'll never forget it, over Christmas vacation, and he basically gave me one lesson and uh, just, a, just a brief explanation of the saxophone, and then uh, when I came back to school, I think it was January 4th, I was, you know, first chair tenor sax then in the Cornell Middle School Band. You made uh, uh, all-district orchestra, too, is that not correct? Uh, For the PMEA? In ninth grade. Okay. That was in ninth grade on string bass. That's when I was in string bass, and I, I was blessed to be in a, in a bass section when I was a freshman uh, with uh, three other players. So I was actually fourth chair at the time because they were all older than me, but I was selected to the PMEA district orchestra, which uh, out of ten bass players, I, I believe I made second chair in the entire district. Our, our, our guest this week here on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM and com is Mikey D. Mikey's band has a website, uh, Mikey D. Band. I'm going to spell this out, M-I-K-E-Y-D-E-E-B-A-N-D, MikeyDBand.com. He's also on Facebook. If you're on Facebook under Mikey D. Entertainment, the new CD is called In Your Dreams, and it is Cleveland-style polkas and waltzes, and I'm going to ask you to explain a little bit about Cleveland-style, what Cleveland-style means versus Slovenian versus uh, the other different kinds of of polkas they are. You have played with some big names both locally and nationally. Frankie Yankovic is probably one of the best-known American uh, polka musicians of all time. You've also played with uh, jazz musicians like Harold Betters uh, out of uh, South Connellsville, another local guy, Walter Ostenek, uh, Dick Taddy, who is known not just locally but all over the country, the Delmars, the Barons. Um, how, how, how have you met these? Is, is, is this a tight fraternity? How do you meet these folks? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a brotherhood, but uh, when I was a young band leader, uh, when I was 18, 19 years old, I found it very difficult to get into a lot of the different polka clubs and the polka click. It's, it's kind of a very difficult click out of all the different types of music I've played. Uh, the polka click is very difficult to get through and uh, because there's a lot of favoritism toward the older, more established bands. Sure. So I, I, at the time, I had an opportunity to join Jack Taddy's band, mm-hmm. Jack Taddy and the Taddy Bears, and at the time, he was playing probably three nights a week. Okay. And uh, I had an opportunity to play for his band, which I was a steady member of his band for two years. 
And I, I wanted to get to learn the ropes uh, to see what it was like to play in these large polka venues. And, and at the time, he was traveling all over the place, all over the eastern seaboard. You know, we would go to the Catskills and the Hidden Valley and the Cleveland and to Milwaukee. And I remember doing a weekend with him in Orlando, Florida. So we were all over the place, and it was a great learning lesson. I was uh, 19, 20 years old, those two years that I played with Jack Taddy's group. And when I was in... Now, his- wait a minute, 19, 20 years, this almost, you're telling this story, and again, you are, I don't want to tell people exactly what your age is, but you're you're, you're a, a relatively young fellow. This is almost like the, the story of um, uh, someone in the Glenn Miller or Benny Goodman era that, well, when I was 17, I left home with my clarinet and I, I went on the road. I mean, that's what it really sounds like almost. That's pretty much what I did, and I still maintained my own band at the same time also and worked a regular job at the time. It was after I got out of high school. But uh, that's when I had the exposure to all the big names in the polka business. Okay. That's when I met Walter Ostanek and guys that played with the legendary Kenny Bass Band, Dick Fleischman, Ronnie Sluga, uh, uh, Hank Fernander from, uh, you know, up in the Iron Range. And that's when I had the exposure to all the big names. And there was one weekend that I was doing a gig with Jack Taddy out at Hidden Valley where we were playing in one room with another group. And Frankie Yankovic was playing in another a room in the same building with another group, and uh, they actually needed a bass player. So I doubled out. I played with Jack in one room, and then when we took a break, I went over to play with Frankie Yankovic <laughs> also. But by that time, you know, Frankie didn't have his own band. Jerry Inahar's band was backing him up, and he was pretty much sitting down when sure. he was playing. But, hey, he was still there. I was still on stage with him. Well, I saw, uh, I saw um, uh, uh, who was the guy that played with uh, Louis Prima, Sam Butera, several years ago, and, and he may not have had his own band anymore, but, man, he could still swing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, there, there, there's a great guy. Uh, when uh, I had Don Ferrani in my band, he was a great saxophone player for 15 years. He was uh, with my band. Uh, he was a big fan of Sam Butera, so I know a lot of his music also. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I, I want to talk to you about the new album. We're going to hear uh, a couple of selections off the new album, which is called In Your Dreams. On the line with me right now is Mikey D. Uh, you can find him on Facebook at Mikey D Entertainment or on the rest of the Internet at MikeyDBand.com. We're also going to ask you, Mike, if you could tell us some places where you will be appearing uh, in July and August. You're listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, the heart and soul of Pittsburgh, and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation. Since 1976, the foundation has addressed key concerns that affect our good health, as well as our education, social needs, recreation, safety, and security. The foundation partners with UPMC McKeesport and other agencies to eliminate barriers to all services for all residents of the Mon Valley. Visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. And we're back here on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, and com. On the line with me right now is Mikey D. He's got a new album out, his band, and he has a new album out called In Your Dreams. It's available from Peppermint Records. You can go to Mikey's website, MikeyDBand.com, or find him on Facebook under Mikey D Entertainment. I was asking you a little bit before we took that break about how you got, you said it was kind of tough to break into the polka fraternity, but a couple people kind of took you under their, their wings, and, and at 19 or 20, you were on the road already. 
Yes, and, and it's uh, proved to be very valuable. It was a great lesson. I got to see a lot of places and meet a lot of people that I don't think I would have met otherwise. Explain, because it is kind of, you know, if you grew up around it, you know, these names uh, mean something to you, and, and terms like a chart usher or a waltz mean something to you, but uh, coming into it from the outside, it's almost like it has its own language, its own rhythms, its own everything. Tell us a little bit, first of all, about what is the difference between when we hear a Cleveland-style polkas on your album, you're playing Cleveland-style polkas and waltzes. What does that mean exactly? Yeah, predominantly I, I'm known for playing the Cleveland-style polkas and waltzes, and what that is is uh, Frankie Yankovic was the uh, the grandfather of the style that I play today, and he's the nationally known name. Uh, the the Cleveland style is predominantly from the Slovenians. Okay. And and it's a certain instrumentation. It's accordion and uh, mostly saxophone and banjo and bass and drums, okay. uh, which which differs from the Polish style. The Polish style would have trumpets or clarinets and a concertina. It's a different instrumentation, a little different rhythm. Um, I, I would like to say that the Cleveland style of polka, a lot of people call it Slovenian style. I was just going to ask you because I've heard that, term. It has button boxes sometimes, and, and the rhythm is much faster, the, the traditional Slovenian style. So the Cleveland style, I would like to say it's more Americanized, Okay. Uh, because uh, a lot of the polka greats that played the Cleveland style, you know, came from the same neighborhood in Cleveland, from the, uh, I think, Collinwood neighborhood. Okay, yeah, that's I've heard familiar with that. Frankie Yankovic was the guy who uh, kind of got the national exposure, and he was on Columbia Records back in the day, and, of course, had the Just Because Polka and Blue Skirt Waltz that came out in 1948 on Columbia. But then other groups uh, popped up from the same neighborhood. Eddie Habit uh, was, was legendary, and he was on Decca Records. Mm-hmm. His friend Kenny Bass had a had an all star band. He was on Decca Records and and Choral Records, the national labels. And uh, Johnny Pecon, who actually played second accordion with Frankie Yankovic on the Just Because Blue Skirt Waltz days, the the band became so popular that they actually had to go on the road, and they were on the road for months and years. And Johnny Pecon wanted to stay in Cleveland, you know, because of his family and his job. So he started a band, and he actually became legendary. What are some recorded on Capitol Records? What are some of the other uh, styles of polka that people look for? Uh, there, there's a bohemian style, Czech bohemian style, which is a different instrumentation. Uh, there's uh, Slovak polkas, uh, Polish polkas. There's many different uh, styles and genres of polka. That's why I always say that I'm Cleveland style. The other thing that I've noticed, um, and, and this may be off the track, and, and this is this is kind of a sidebar, is that um, the Tex-Mex style music to me sounds very similar. The rhythms, the instrumentation even sometimes sounds very similar to me to the uh, American style uh, polkas. Yeah, it does, because they use uh, button boxes. Yeah. It's, it's Cajun style. It's very popular. Yeah, Cajun music, too, yes, yes. It's very catchy, if you notice. A lot of people really like it, and it kind of brought back the uh, the Cleveland style of polkas here in, in America, because you, you know how, how it is, uh, how music styles go uh, popular, then they, they, go, they fade out a little bit, but they don't really die. They just uh, kind of go into hiding for a few years, and then they, they always come back. Well, something that you alluded to, and, and last year we talked to uh, Paul Roth, who's a, a nationally known big band expert, and, and one of the things he talked about, the, the rise of rock and roll and the, the decline of the dance bands in the 1950s. One of the things you kind of alluded to is that in the 40s and 50s, uh, there was a lot of mainstream interest in polka music. They were recording for what were big recording labels then, Choral Records in Columbia. Uh, a lot of the big dance bands, the pop music dance bands, were playing polka polkas as well as strictly polka bands. Um, what happened? Rock and roll kind of knocked everybody for a loop in the 50s? Uh, you know what? A lot of my musician friends blame the Beatles. Now, it <laughs> hurts me because...
surprised. I'm a huge Beatles fan. Yeah, me too. But they they, they say when the uh, the British came with the Beatles uh, and that style of music, it seems that the American groups had faded out. I, I, I don't believe that. I think this is a big world, and, and, and there's room for everybody. And I'm a fan of a lot of different types of music. But like I said, the music always changes. Yeah. I'm not too much of a fan of it today because it's a lot of generated machine music now. And it's very hard to recreate when you go out to play live. Well, one of the things that, that strikes me is is that the maybe the you know the polkas were not hitting the hit parade or billboard charts after the 1950s but that didn't mean that people who love to dance and love to play this music they were still doing it they just weren't they weren't getting the headlines anymore or outside of the Lawrence Welk show or some other shows that were regional or or local they weren't being televised yeah you know what and i hear from a lot of people how much the music live music has died or it's dying off but i don't i don't believe it i just feel that the the business has really changed back in my grandfather's day when he had a band like i do today and he played in the 50s and 60s and 70s he was playing five six nights a week but he didn't have to drive any farther than trafford or or whitaker or munhall yeah uh, to play you know because he played all of his gigs within i'll say a 15 mile radius of mckeesport as you know, now I'm playing uh, five, six nights a week, but uh, I'm driving to uh, Youngstown and to Beaver County and to uh, Elk County and Greensburg. And, and, and yeah. the, you know, the music is still very alive, but the business has really changed. You have to do a lot more than be a one trick pony nowadays. M- musician band leader Mikey D from McKeesport is our guest this week. His website is MikeyDBand.com. He's also on Facebook under Mikey D Entertainment. Mike has just uh, released his 20th album, I think you said? Yeah, it's about 20 or number 21, something like that. I was a studio musician for several. A couple of them haven't okay. been released yet, but uh, this is my fourth uh polka cd that i've done under the mikey d name we uh the, the new cd is called in your dreams it's available from peppermint records i'm sure it's also available from places like amazon or as they say wherever wherever fine rec- music is sold what is the first track you sent us a couple of tracks here what is the first track we're going to hear um i believe it's called smile 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 which is a tune that i wrote and i added a uh, a second part that's actually an old mexican folk song that i modified to make it the the cleveland style Let's hear Smile, Smile, Smile off of In Your Dreams by the Mikey D Band. If you're looking for romance, just go out to a dance and smile, smile, smile. All the ladies love the guys who gaze into their eyes and smile, smile, smile. Then you take them in your arms and turn on all the charms and smile, smile, smile. If it's what you're looking for, she'll be yours forevermore. If you smile, smile, smile.
out to a dance and smile, smile, smile. All the ladies love the guys who gaze into their eyes and smile, smile, smile. Then you take them in your arms and turn on all the charms and smile, smile, smile. If it's what you're looking for, she'll be yours forevermore. If you smile, smile, smile. That's the Mikey D Band off the new album, In Your Dreams. You can go to Mikey's website at MikeyDBand.com or look for Mikey D Entertainment on Facebook. Mike is our guest this week. We'll be right back in 60 seconds here on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, the heart and soul of Pittsburgh, and TubeCityOnline.com. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation, celebrating 36 years of supporting community health programs and services for you and your family. The foundation works with UPMC McKeesport as well as through the Mon River Fleet Partnerships in Braddock, Clareton, Duquesne, and McKeesport. If you would like to make a donation to the McKeesport Hospital Foundation or find out more about it, visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers, 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media, Incorporated. If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. And we're back here on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM and com. Our guest this week, Mikey D, leader of the Mikey D Band, singer, songwriter, musician. You can find him online at MikeyDBand.com and also on Facebook at Mikey D Entertainment. His new album is called In Your Dreams. It's out on Peppermint Records. Uh, Mikey, talk a little bit about the songs that, that people would hear on the album. Well, this is a, an idea that I started uh, about three and a half years ago. I had uh, confronted a, uh, a Cleveland polka band leader, uh, very well known, of the idea of doing an album together. I, I wanted to uh, do a CD with another group. And uh, the previous polka CD that I released called Bang, it, it was released in uh, 2009, it got a lot of accolades from the Cleveland Stop Polka Hall of Fame. I, I was nominated for Band of the Year that year, uh, Recording of the Year, and also Best New Original Song. Didn't win any of the awards, but uh, it gave me an idea to maybe team up with another group that's well-known and maybe put out a joint effort you know, to kind of get uh, even better known. And uh, I, I recorded seven tunes. Uh, for the the new CD, and, and the other band leader uh, just didn't have the time to do the project or put the time into it that he wanted to. So I actually, uh, Walter Ostanek had the idea of wanting to do a, a CD with me, you know, the uh, the Canada Polka King, the three-time Grammy winner, and he said I'd have to have nine songs. So I went up to the studio and recorded two more songs than I had nine. But as I was re- recording these songs, I was thinking, you know, a lot of these songs have a, a general theme that's going through them. It's, they're all about uh, dreams mm-hmm. or, or fantasy land okay. or in bed, you know, just dreaming the day away or something. So I just decided, you know what, I'm, why don't I just finish the CD myself? 
and, and record five more songs. Okay. And and, uh, and there were a couple others that had to do with uh, sleeping or dreams, and, and I wrote uh, one called I Can't Sleep. So uh, half half of the uh, 14 songs on the, the new CD are originals. Uh, yeah, how did you learn to write music? I mean, you, you, you were telling us a little while ago that between third and fourth grade you took some summer lessons and you learned to read music. How do you learn to write music? I don't think it's something that you learn. I just think it's something that's creative that's inside of you. There's there's always uh, little melodies going through my head. There's always uh, chord patterns. And uh, I get little little hooks, I call them, uh, little ideas for songs. Um, uh, just driving around, these things pop into your head. I have perfect pitch, and I'm always thinking about music. It's not something that I want to do. It's just in me all the time. And, and uh, when you're writing a song or if you're coming up with a, with a melody, there's a, a lot of different scenarios that, a, that an original song can take. And you kind of have to pick one path and go with it. That's the most difficult thing. I personally like to take uh, somebody else's idea. Like there's a waltz on my uh, new CD called The Fairy Tale Waltz that uh, my saxophone player, Joe Sippy, he came up with some ideas for melodies, and he wrote the first part of the waltz, and he gave it to me unfinished. And what okay. I did was I finished it. I added a second part, and I added the chord patterns to it and the name. That's kind of something that I really enjoy doing is rather finishing somebody else's idea than rather than coming up with my own. The Kenny Bass Band I was talking about in the 1950s was a, was a super all-star uh, Cleveland-style polka band. They recorded 14 albums I had them all and got to play some gigs with a couple of the guys from that band but uh one of their iconic polkas that all the polka bands play is called there's a full moon tonight okay and and uh you know you'll probably hear me play it at the village as a matter of fact it's just one of those cleveland style polka standards but the the way they got the idea for that song was they were driving home from a gig in mckee's rocks of all places going back to cleveland and they were looking at this great big bright full moon and, and they had the window down, and they were thinking, wow, there's a full moon tonight, dear. Won't you come and dance with me? And wouldn't you know, they, they finished the tune on, on the way back from McKee's Rocks, and they recorded it, and here it became a big standard for them. Uh, we're, we are running short on time. I want to get one more track from the new album called In Your Dreams on. It is called, the track is called... Uh, uh, I can't sleep. I can't sleep. But before we play that track and before we say goodbye, uh, tell folks if they want to see the Mikey D Band here in July or August, uh, where can they see you, folks? Uh, there's a couple of nice venues coming up uh, this summer. Uh, on the second Sunday in July, I'll be up at the, the Strassmeyer Picnic Grounds. I do a, a yearly large church picnic up at Strassmeyer's in the Youngstown, Ohio area. For all, there's a lot of big polka fans up in that area. And, of course, we have International Village coming up uh, the second week of August this year. Mikey D. Band will be performing in the Blue Top Pavilion on the Wednesday evening from 5 to 9. It's uh, Wednesday, August the 12th. And then uh, the fourth Sunday of August, I have uh, one of my yearly polka picnics out at the SNPJ Picnic Grounds in Evanstown out near Harmony, PA. Uh, my friend, the late uh, Larry Slaw, bass player from uh, White Oak, his brother for a time was president of the Musicians Union. He always had a sticker on the back of his car, and it said, Demand Live Music. Uh, if you uh, want to see the Mikey D Band and you want to demand some some live music, those are some places you can see them. You can check out Mike's website, MikeyDBand.com, or look for him on Facebook under Mikey D Entertainment. Mikey, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Hey, thank you so much for having me on your program, and I want to encourage everybody to like you said, uh, demand live music and let's keep the live music alive. Uh, it's, it's a great thing to get out. You know, a lot of people have a lot of things going on in their lives, as we all do, but uh, once you get out to a venue to enjoy live entertainment, it's a way to uh, have some fun, let your hair down, 
and forget about your troubles for a few hours. Well, that assumes they have hair, unlike me. <laughs> Some of our followers don't, but uh, still, it's, it's great to get out and enjoy yourself. Was that followers or follicles? <laughs> Never mind. Here's I Can't Sleep. It's another track off the new album called In Your Dreams by Mikey D. Check it out. MikeyDBand.com. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Jason. been listening to two rivers 30 minutes copyright 2015 tube city community media incorporated opinions expressed on this program are not those of tube city community media incorporated wedo radio 810 incorporated or those of am guys llc wzum 1550 listener support makes this program possible if you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution or find out how you can underwrite this program please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link you can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA 15134. You can email us at tubecitytiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online.